0: Welcome to Highly Sensitive Happily Married, the podcast that teaches you to not only have an easier marriage as a sensitive woman, but to have one that feels more amazing by the day, where you'll hear relatable stories, love advice that works, and coaching on how to have a marriage where feeling upset and disconnected is a thing of the past, and where instead a sense of loving connection and even fun and lightness is the norm. I'm Hannah Brooks, highly sensitive person, love expert, and marriage coach, and I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 117. Today's a special episode because we have a special guest. My client Luann, who wrapped up with me some months ago, is going to share her story Of moving out of overcare and really a sense of burden and annoyance and negativity in her relationship and just in herself to lots of enjoyment and peace and a sense of freedom as she calls it. And of course, feeling good in her relationship with her now fiance and looking forward to their future together. I think that the way Luann speaks, you'll find, is really relatable. So I think you're going to really resonate with various aspects of her story and what she had to work through and how she worked through these things in herself and and with her partner. So listen with your ears perked for insights and gems of wisdom. And before we dive in, I want to make sure to remind you that treasured my coaching program. Now the only way to work with me is currently enrolling. So if you too want to make the kinds of changes in your marriage, in your life that Luann has made, come join us. The link to learn more about Treasured and sign up is in the show notes or go over to www.lifeisworthloving.com forward slash treasured. And with no further ado, Here is Luann. Well, Luann, it's such a pleasure and an honor to have you on today. I know that your story is going to help a lot of other highly sensitive women. So thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. So we ended our our work together some months ago at this point. uh, And you told me after we wrapped up, I feel so much more at peace than I have ever felt in my life. I know how to cultivate the inner peace that I want to feel every day, no matter what is happening. My partner and I are working together as a team and the days are brighter and lighter. Those feelings of loving being together have come back, but in a stronger and more confident way. So I just remember like Mm -hmm. loving hearing and loving hearing so much about how things had gotten just so much better for you and your now fiance. Uh, But it wasn't like that when you first came to me. So I would love to hear what things were like in your relationship and in yourself before we started working together. Like how were you feeling in your relationship?
1: So my boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. now my fiance, you um, know, we had um, been together for you know 10 years and we, you know, we're, we were very busy people. We had, kids who were teenagers and you know college kids and you know this big social life and we were you know going to our jobs every day um, Mm -hmm. managing all of that and then when um, the pandemic started we started working remotely from you know a a remote beach house that I have Mm -hmm. and you know we decided to move there and then you know, we thought this is going to be great. And we, (laughs) we got to this beautiful, wonderful place, but uh, everything was just weird. Um, Mm. you know, it was just the two of us, we didn't have friends here. We didn't, our family wasn't here. We were working remote, but we were with each other 24 (laughs) seven. And it was just hard. And now I was, um, expecting like everything would be amazing wonderful but it wasn't we were kind of in shock and we were um, you know had we were both a a kind of a mess and had different ways of handling all of this you know he he was um, you know withdrawing and I I was like criticizing him all of the time and Mm. you know just keeping track of what he was doing all day long and you know um and I guess that's when I started listening to your podcast and realizing that I'm this highly sensitive person I Mm -hmm. had never heard that term before but Mm -hmm. it explained a lot of things about me yeah whoa (laughs) so um that's when I decided you know after Many months of just listening to your to your podcasts, mm-hmm. it had gotten to the point where just like I think I need some help here. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. I remember. Yeah, you said there was. It like just felt like there was too much negativity, and you felt like you were losing the person you fell in love with.
1: Yeah, and I was losing myself. I was I was yeah. confused about mm-hmm. what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And what do you, what do you feel like you were wanting then, but couldn't, couldn't seem to have or feel?
1: I guess I was um, you know, I was putting so much pressure on him and, and myself because I was thinking, you know, we, we should be happy all the time. (laughs) We should be like more happy. We should be getting involved in, something you know I was just you know having this fear like what are we what are we going to do with ourselves we're you know um getting closer to our own like retirement age but we can't even you know figure out how to you know be together all day so I was just getting really scared about what was going on and I was having all of these like we should be doing this we should be doing that. yeah. He should be like So all of those shoulds popping up all day long. Um, totally. I remember that. Yeah. And, and then, so, you know, I was thinking, you know, we should go out and make friends. We should be volunteering. We should be filling our lives with whatever. Um, and then we were just, you know, having, I was having so many questions about like, what are, what are we meant to be doing? You know, is that going to be okay? Or are we yeah. going to make it? Yeah. Yeah. I remember how, how, yeah,
0: concerned you were about your future together. Yeah. 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 Well, so I remember how fun it was on our last, or last, or second to last call where we looked at, you know, how things had shifted over our six months together. And really, because one of the things that I like to do with clients is, like we did, is is set some goals in the beginning, mm-hmm. and usually there's about 15 or so, and then look at them at the end and see how much progress, we, you know, you've made. And you had just made such huge progress on all of your goals. And I mean, there were still some places where you wanted to keep working, which is only normal and natural, but it was just so fun to just see that. Like, you're like like, checking yeah. off all the boxes. And so I'm curious, how are things now with your fiance? I mean, that's one of the pieces of news, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, things are going really well. I mean, we're getting married in two weeks. So that's been taking up a lot of our time just planning for that. But I and think, it- just think, um, my expectations are, are different. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just more realistic. Like I don't, I have a better understanding of myself and Mm -hmm. what, what it means to be happy. And, you know, things like, I don't, I don't need to be happy all of the time. Mm I, I just want to have more of that feeling of inner peace um, and contentment. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be manifest itself in some you know joy happiness constantly it's it's more just my own you know ability to bring myself to that feeling of inner peace when you know when things when my little um lizard brain gets in the way of things and when my <laughs> my other you know the other parts of my personality st- step in and I'm able to just um, have a lot more control over my own thoughts and feelings now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can, and I can leave um, my partner, my fiance be, I can leave him alone and just let him, you know, do his own thing. It doesn't have to be constantly, you know, me um, wanting to change what he's doing, Mm -hmm. like it, it had been in the past. I felt like, um, I was, you know, when you're together so much, you know, I was wanting to take control of everything he was doing too. And now, now I don't, I can just, you know, be, um, I, I can actually, um, take his strengths, which some of them are things that, um, I've learned from him, (laughs) you know, how to be more relaxed during the day, how to not put all of this pressure on ourselves to, you know, be busy constantly. Right. I remember,
0: um, I remember one of the things that you said kind of early on is like, he would just like sit around and play guitar and you'd be like, feel a little resentful. It's like, how come he gets to do that? Right. Like
1: what about me? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. 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 He's just much better at just, um, You know, not having, I mean, I'm a list maker. So Uh I've always felt like I have to be constantly checking things off the list and achieving things. And, you know, I can't rest until I've done everything on my list. Yeah. And um, those things were really getting in the way of me being more content and happy. So, yes. you know, we worked on a lot of that.
0: Yeah, that was that taskmaster
1: <laughs> yeah. inside of
0: you. And and it was interesting because I remember how, you know, part of what was going on there was like, you had this taskmaster, taskmaster inside of you that was always like, you got to do this, you got to, got to, got to, have to, should, should, right? Do all the mm-hmm. things. But then you also would look over at him and be like, why isn't he doing this? Like, why isn't he taking initiative? um
1: yeah and kind of feeling
0: like you like needed to get him to do and you even said you needed to mother him right right and then of course you felt burdened right right because you also then weren't allowing yourself much fun or pleasure
1: right exactly yeah and I think um you know backing up to some of the other things that were uh, maybe getting in my way is just I have this Picky thing, like the um the highly sensitive part of me that's always looking for the flaws. Mm-hmm. So um, I've really um, learned to recognize that you know the the flaw site um, part of me that's always hunting for you know something that needs to be cleaned, something that needs to be fixed, mm-hmm. and sometimes it would be something my fiance was doing or something, you know, that wasn't perfect in the house. So that, that little part of me, um, I've really gotten more under control. I can just, I can let things go more. And I know that, um, you know, part of it's just, um, being able to work with my own thoughts, um, Mm -hmm. and be more, more self-aware of, you know, those, um, kinds of things that get in the way yeah just you know being able to have um you know honestly you know now that um my children are all grown and gone and I have my my job is not as busy as it once was when Mm -hmm. I was trying to climb a career ladder yeah I need to I want to take advantage of that and um work in more time for my own um, self-care that's a really important thing for me now
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah and like diving diving into some of that more in depth in a minute I'm curious for you like well one of the things you just said before we started recording was we are you know you you and your fiance are having a really nice life together here now um and And the the words that have stood out that you've used in the past are like just the word enjoying, right? Like enjoying each other. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which I think is like one of those things that like it sounds kind of simple, but for so many people, it's elusive, right. And it certainly was elusive for you when you were before you started working with me in that in that time period after moving to the beach house, et, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And then just yes. enjoying yourself too, right? Like enjoying him, enjoying being together, enjoying doing things together, but also enjoying yourself. Now, I want to say one thing, like as a caveat I know that you've just been through the death of a, a loved one in your family, and yeah. that certainly has had a big, um, you know, a hard experience for you. But I still hear you, like, even with that having just recently happened, I still hear you talking about enjoyment and peace and all these things that. For so many people can feel elusive,
1: you know when I wake up in the morning i i you know one of the first things that happens is he'll go and make the coffee every day, and <laughs> you know I'll be the one you know laying there in bed for a few more moments, and you know I start my day just going, "Wow, oh my gosh, I have this guy who." every morning will get up for me and make me an awesome cup of coffee. And, you know, (laughs) I just start with that thought and like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make today another really nice Mm -hmm. day. And it can just be a peaceful day. You know, we will, if it's nice, we will go for a walk together. And, you know, that was, you know, one of the things that um, was a burden before you know, mm-hmm. we would go for a walk and I would be thinking, you know, things like, why isn't he talking to me? Why isn't yeah. he saying anything? What's going on in his head? Yeah. Now, and, that, and now I just go for a walk with him and yes. I look around and I think about how beautiful it is and, you know, we'll comment on the birds and, mm-hmm. you know, how, how, you know, is the ocean calm or is the ocean rough? and now we'll just I'll just enjoy that he wants to take a walk with me and I'll I'll think man he this guy wants to be with me every day and he really enjoys taking a walk with me yes you know that's kind of how our day starts off and Mm -hmm. you know then we you know we have our jobs going on so (laughs) we're doing that Mm -hmm. and making our meals together and we're talking about how, what, you know, what we're going to do at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, we might be able to play a game or something like that, or listen to some music. Mm-hmm. So it's all just like really nice. Mm-hmm. And I think about, um wow, this is, this is somebody who he doesn't mind with, he doesn't mind being with just me mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> just I'm <mind. laughs> Mm. yeah i'm enough for him and yeah. he's he's enough for me mm. and i don't feel this pressure anymore like oh we got to go you know do all this stuff and make friends and yeah, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that can come but it's not like this um i don't feel this burning desire to you know recreate the busy life that we used to have totally. So
0: and what yeah. about that like concern for the future? How is that different?
1: Now that we've kind of settled into a better way of being, and i I know that we have the, that we have the tools to mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know really think things through we We talk about things together and we do planning for you know the next weeks and months, and you know we talk about how much we want to take on or how little Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um so we're you know a really good team just kind of sketching out the future and um you know we know we know that there may be you know different hobbies that in the future we might get to but but I don't feel this pressure the way I was before
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah totally
0: Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about um, that pressure that you were putting on yourself. And specifically, um, I've talked about it on the podcast as overcare, mm-hmm. where it's like very common for highly sensitive women in particular to kind of have this overcare mentality, meaning, you know, putting a lot of pressure on yourself to make, make, in this case, your fiance happy, like, like it was your job. Um, and also this can also be like taking care of all the things around the house. Right. But sometimes, mm-hmm. but very often it's also caretaking other people's feelings. Um, and I remember how that felt to you. Like it was like your job, right. Which then had you feeling mm-hmm. burdened when he or annoyed, right. When he wasn't, mm-hmm. happy because you also, as you mentioned earlier, you thought he should be happy and you should be happy. Um, so I'm just curious, like how did this, I need to be responsible for everyone or, because it also extended out to your family. I need to be responsible for them and make them happy. How did that show up in your relationship with him, but also anyone else in your life?
1: Yeah, that was something I didn't realize. I guess it had been part of me for my entire life that I didn't realize that it was a thing that yeah. you know was a highly sensitive person thing that didn't have to be like that it's like i assumed that that was just the way it was for me that i was going to always have to be this person who was always um having to make sure everybody else was happy sometimes yeah. to the point where i would be burdened and unhappy Right. Um, it made you
0: unhappy. Right. When yeah. You, thinking you needed yeah. to make everyone else happy.
1: Because yeah, that's um, a lot
0: of pressure to put on yourself. Right. Especially when like the reality of being a human being is we can't always be happy. Right. So if we're constantly trying to make other people happy, um, we're doing something that's kind of impossible.
1: Yeah. And you you taught me through the coaching that I really don't have control over anybody else's what's going on in their head. (laughs) I don't have any control over anything other than my own um, thoughts and feelings. So, you know, and I I was giving like him and other people um, their own moods, too much power over me and my thoughts. So, I mean, I could go from, you know, being in a good mood myself to having other people's moods bring me down. And then I feel like, gosh, that's not fair. Yes. One example that I think um, was coming up that you really, that really helped me was um, the summer we were planning a big family vacation Mm -hmm. um, with my kids who are all, you know, they're grownups now they're in their 20s. Um, and my boyfriend, who's not there, not my kid's father. So <laughs>
0: um,
1: I was really nervous about the whole trip, and I was uh, afraid of, you know, that, that the trip would be hard, and that we wouldn't have fun, and mm-hmm. all of this. So you kind of helped me, like, plan for, um, you know, run through some scenarios of how that might be like, mm. and so. I was working through the trip on, you know, breaking those thought cycles that I get into. And I, I actually, you know, told everyone like, okay, I'm not going to be the mother on this trip. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be mothering people. I'm going to be, you all are going to help me figure out what we're going to do every day. You're going to decide what the food is. I'm going to send you shopping. I'm going to have you all make it. (laughs) I'm going to have a good time. (laughs) I love it. You know, so I, I put that out, um, at the beginning of the trip and, you know, they ended up being awesome. Um, and you know, the nights that we were cooking food, they were cooking it and cleaning up and, (laughs) I was yes. having I was having time to read books and you know just hang out and just enjoy um, yourself. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was it was great because you helped me get there because you made me realize I could do that that I yes. wasn't that I didn't have to be everybody's mother. Right. Um, well, what's so fascinating yeah. about when
0: we get into this place like it's a normal place that a lot of women Go into right this overcare place where we do believe we're we're the mom like we need to take care of everybody and do all the things and organize all of the things and we end up sometimes doing that in our our marriages too right with our with our partner right and but then like as as your experience just so beautifully illustrates it's like it doesn't feel good it feels really burdening and then mm-hmm. it doesn't allow you to have much fun and it makes you annoyed right because then like because you're kind of feeling resentful and then. Right. Like you're seeing like in your case, you were seeing him not you're seeing John not step up and not do all the things because you were taking them all on. Right. And so or the same with your kids. Right. If you were always going in and being the one who planned all the things and made all the meals and did all the tasks, of course, they weren't necessarily going to rise up and try to do that right so right. i thought it was so fun especially i mean that was such a beautiful example of it that vacation but i also love how you were able to shift that in your relationship with your fiance because it was bothering you that he wasn't stepping up um as yeah. much as you and what you ended up doing at least what i understand and you correct me where i'm wrong is is you started giving him more responsibility and that led to more fun and lightness between you and then he was able to step up because you stepped back
1: yeah, and I think um you know I think we've kind of settled into you know what really works for us because you know he will he is um really great at um, getting things done, you know, when he knows what needs to be be done. And I think you know we kind of gotten into this um I, I I would do this kind of thing where I would, you know, in pass and mention, you know, something that might need to be done like a chore or something. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'd, I'd wait and I'd think I'd be thinking, gosh, he he hasn't brought that up again. Why isn't he doing it? Mm -hmm. I'd, you know, get kind of drive myself crazy. And then, then um, when I'd bring it up, he'd be like, Oh, well, you know, you, you just, you only mentioned it. You know, we didn't, actually mm-hmm. decide when we were going to do it. So mm-hmm. I was waiting for, y- for you to, you know, decide. <laughs> so, right. you know, so it, it was kind of like, okay, I got to come up with a better system. So, so now, you know, when there's things to be done, you know, we sit down and we talk and we, he has, he actually has a list mm-hmm. of the things I'm expecting that he's going to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about. Wh- you know, when they need to be done by. And then I just let him, you know, when I, when he's written it down on his list, I know he'll get to it when, you know, I know he'll get to it when he wants to. And I don't have to say anymore, like, um, you know, why aren't you, why aren't you doing that now? Because I know he will. Yes. It's kind of of like, like he needs his, he has his own system for, deciding when to do something and i don't mm. need to m- mother him and yeah tell him when you know yeah um, totally
0: uh, yeah that's so good and it and it took it sounds like it took some leading like making some conscious choices in yourself and also um maybe leading this a little bit right like like yeah. coming up with a system but then but then it also meant like leaning into trusting that he would step up and, and, you know, keeping yourself from kind of pushing him on it and, and, and then watching how he actually did it and then being able to settle more into, Oh, this actually works. And he, I don't have to mother him. And he does step up, right.
1: Helping him more. Yeah. He's, he's a different person than me. I mean, like he, Mm -hmm. honest to goodness does not see things um, that, You know, so I can't sit there and think, you know, I can't believe he doesn't see that that whatever over there is dirty. He really doesn't. So I have to tell, you know, I, I realize I have to tell him, hey, you know, that floor is dirty. I'm hoping that you'll clean the floor and I'll do this other thing. Yes. And that's like just the realizing that he doesn't notice things the way I do. which is perfectly fine and if you want it
0: done and you you know you can just say something and yeah it's Mm -hmm. great I love that such a good thing to like that's such an important reminder everybody right he's a different person (laughs) he doesn't things the same (laughs) that doesn't mean
1: it's bad (laughs) it's just different right
0: yeah and learning to work with it the way you have is so amazing and so important yeah so good yeah yeah, and I just think like this is so important. It's just the way you were able to take more charge of yourself, and and ultimately step back and let him have more responsibility. Just freed you up because then you aren't. Well, it's not just about letting him have more responsibility. It's like taking responsibility back over your own thoughts and your own feelings, and you know, not continuing to think in the same ways that you were. And I know that that freed you up <laughs> to have yes a lot more freedom like peace lightness in your life absolutely and then the other thing that you mentioned um earlier that I wanted to circle back to was you you really learned how to put your well-being and happiness first so i'm curious and you said self-care right and that's part of what i mean yeah um so how did that affect your life and how did that affect your relationship
1: yeah i'm um- able to be a lot more reflective of a person now. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's been very helpful. It was actually really helpful. Um, even during the, the more difficult times, mm-hmm. um, you know, going through what we went through with my uh, father's death, mm-hmm. it was, you know, a very hard, um, difficult family time going on as, um, his health was deteriorating and I, I was able to handle that situation and help my family, um mm-hmm. especially my mother, you know, by making sure that I was given giving myself the time I needed, you know, mm-hmm. to process the feelings and, you know, get my own strength. I always think of the, the saying of put your own oxygen mask on first. Mm-hmm. So you know, I would make sure that I was, you know, having enough time by myself, getting to read, getting to, you know, just sit and have the quiet time or, you know, take a walk by myself.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, all of
1: those things that I needed to do, you know, have a few moments during the day of peace for myself Yes. Um, so that I could think about things just be on my own before yes. I go back into the harder family situation that could be um, challenging. So I think knowing that I, that, you know, we're all human and we all have our different reactions to things, being able to, you know, really um analyze thoughts and you know be very caring of myself i think some of you know some of the tools that you gave me like like the wink tool mm-hmm. is a great one for mm-hmm. for that where making my thoughts be my friend you mm-hmm. know realizing that i i am my own friend and yeah. and those thoughts even if they are negative at times i can work with them and mm-hmm. i can shift them into you know, what, what is the positive thing about whatever's going on mm-hmm. and then bring myself back to that feeling uh, of peace. Mm-hmm. And then I can go back and be with everybody and, mm-hmm. um, you know, if from a, from a better place, once I've had that opportunity that, you know, really think about, um, my thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yes. That's so, so huge for us as, as sensitive women. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember too, like, you know, a minute ago you were talking about going to read a book or going for a walk. And uh, I remember that, well, I know you guys took daily walks together, but like, doing some of these things for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, especially I remember your pleasure reading, right? Like reading fiction books. Mm-hmm. It was not, like doing this kind of self-care for you was not just like, oh, I was like, hey, Luann, you should go do it. No, no, right? It was like, it it wasn't as easy. as just like snapping your fingers and then you suddenly had this great routine for yourself, right? Because- Yeah. Yeah, because you had these old patterns. So you want to just say one or two words about, I mean, one or two sentences about like- what helped you be able to start taking care of yourself first instead of everybody else and everything else?
1: Well, I think it's the, you know, the realization that um, when I make time for, for myself to do things that I enjoy, um, I can always come back into whatever else needs to be done or is going on from a much better place. Yes. Even if it's just, you know, 15 minutes to go sit and read a book and I'm going, aha, I'm, yes. I'm getting to read a book right now by myself. And oh. and then I can come back into work or things with family or things with John and mm-hmm. um, from a much better place. Totally. Um, whereas before... I might be like, no, I got to finish this and I got to do this and I got to do all these things. And then I was end up ending up missing out on some yeah. of the enjoyment yeah. that um, actually when you fit that time in, you can do everything else so much better. Yes,
0: totally. Yeah. You get more efficient, you get more effective, you... Yeah, you're able to be with others in a, a better way. So yeah, I love that. Like you, yeah. like it. T- it sounds like one of the things. It just took some, some doing it and then witnessing the results and how much better. it yeah. worked for you. But it, it can be a challenging pattern to change. I know for sure in our world,
1: <laughs> it's a very right. common
0: <laughs> common one that's hard hard for so many people. Uh, but it's, it was been yeah, it was such a pleasure to watch you make that happen for yourself and how it really did affect things in such a good way. What was also really fun to watch, like it was such a great example of as you really dove into doing this work on yourself, John also started being motivated to you know, work on himself and um, grow. And I'm curious if you would share a few words about how you were part of that and yeah. how you opened the door for that. Or
1: well, I think um, definitely, um, I was definitely something that John was aware of that I was, um, I had engaged you with the coaching for the um, the six months. So he knew mm-hmm. it was going on. And I loved sharing different pieces of it with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seeing where, um, you know, why don't, why don't you try this? Why don't you mm-hmm. try the wink when, mm-hmm. when you have, these thoughts because because he was um uh, also himself having you know anxiety and he um you know he was worried about his job he was having his own self-doubts about his value at work when he's a remote employee so um you know we worked through some things together and he was using some of the tools himself Mm -hmm. where you know i would say you know why don't you go take a break and think about, um, what you're feeling, what your thoughts are and, Mm -hmm. um, give yourself some of that self-love. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so some of the things that, um, I was learning with you and that I would share with him, he was trying and then, then he actually did and take the initiative to get some help on his own. So, um, he's definitely come a long way mm-hmm. himself.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think we're, you know, feeling really good about um, where we are now.
0: Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I love this. Just And one reason I wanted to ask you about that is because there are a lot of women who, when they, they think when they're considering working with me, um, they wonder like, how is it going to help the whole relationship or how is it going to help him work on the relationship? Mm-hmm. And I think this is just one of many, you know, you're just one of many examples of how, like, when we, as women do start doing the work on ourselves, on the relationship, we model that, right? We, mm-hmm. It's like, we're leading that. We lead love, we lead, we lead self-growth, right? And it really does have, it often, Has the effect of uh, kind of inspiring or motivating our partner to also do what, you know, work on himself. And um, yeah. And, and, you know, some people are more open to like hearing about the tools and learning the tools that you're learning that you were learning with me. It's always so amazing to see that. And, and then, and then, so it goes from just you working on it and you working on the relationship in yourself to like you're both working side by side and and making progress together, which is powerful
1: yeah and i I don't think it, I mean it's a subtle thing um, mm-hmm. I mean certainly um my guy's not one to you know sit there and you know read a bunch of stuff, but right you know some some of the things that I do he do, doesn't even realize that it's something that I learned through my coaching mm-hmm. you know so things like um I really ha- learned to find the good in everything so mm. when I'm catching myself like having a, a negative thought pattern I'm mm. you know really um, good now at just like going oh okay this is bringing up one of those old negative thoughts, what can I do to shift it? And, um, you know, it might just be like, if if it's a tougher, overwhelming day, like, um, re- reminding myself of the good things, like, you know, mm-hmm. how much um, I'm loved, how much fun we have, um, mm-hmm. how, you know, how, how I'm with somebody who really understands me. And, you know, I'm with someone who's, funny and quirky and, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, those thoughts will make remind me, Oh, I should just go thank him. <laughs> so <laughs> I might just be like, Oh, I just wanted to thank you for that um, amazing cup of coffee. You, you mm-hmm. know, and, it, and it feels good, you know? So it's like just interweaving little light things during the day. Um, yeah. You know, Even if it's, even if my initial thought was something negative, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, but that, that negative thought is not doing anybody any good. So, um, what is something positive I can say like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you, you know, you seem really happy today or, Mm -hmm. you know, glad to see that you're in a good mood. Isn't it a wonderful day? And, you know, Mm -hmm. just, um, Trying, trying to find the good. Yeah, and,
0: and I remember you said something. It was something that he told you. He was like, at some point, he was like, "I'm so amazed by you at how positive you're being." And like, I think, tell me where I'm wrong, but he really yeah. appreciates it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, lightness. I, I, w- I was really trying to do that, even with um, the tough time that my family was going mm-hmm. through. Yeah, because I, you know, I would see that see my mother going down like the rabbit hole of the negativity of second guessing herself. You know, what could she have done like to mm-hmm. change all of the outcome of this? And you know, so even just you know, when the family is together, just like, all right, well, let's ta- let's bring talk about the good memories we have. You know, mm-hmm. with this man and. Um, you know my father, and you know talk about what a mm. wonderful person he he mm. is or he was. So he, I I really like to try to just bring some of the positivity mm. into the the top discussions with people. Mm. Um, yeah, and you can really do that with anyone. Mm. You know, people mm-hmm. people love to complain all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I I, I tried to be the one who you know will try to see the the good side of everything mm. now and it just you know makes for things to be a lot nicer I love it <laughs> so
0: I'm curious what you would say to a woman who wants to improve things in her marriage but it but isn't sure she has much sway on her own like what have you discovered about the the power of one person the woman you (laughs) to shift things Mm -hmm. in the relationship
1: as hsps um i think we have like so much um to bring to the world um Mm -hmm. that we don't realize um because we are so um reflective and insightful and you know we really um are so serious about wanting to get you know to a d- better place um mm-hmm. so what i think once you really learn about um the internal control that we have over our own well-being and how um we can really like using the tools and you know things i learned during coaching we have um, so much of an ability to um, you know become our own um internal f- friends and mm-hmm. we through that you can have so much more awareness of your own thoughts and feelings and how you can um, how they can bring you power into all of your relationships mm-hmm. and in particular your um, spouse or you know your significant other and you you really do have a choice every day and yes. how, how you re- react to the things going on around you, and mm-hmm. what you say, and um, how you uh, interact with people, how, how you make requests of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you start doing those things, it just naturally shifts to everything. Um, but I think you have to be, like, really committed to it, and will- willing to do the work, and mm-hmm. you have to be willing to see, you know, where you, you yourself may um, need to make changes. Um, But I think as HSPs, we can, we, you know, because we have so much awareness uh, Mm -hmm. and ability to really delve into ourselves. And then, you know, some, if you really do um, start using some of your tools, (laughs) then, then it just naturally can rub off on other people. Yes.
0: So, so right on. Is there anything else that you want to share? Any extras, any little things we didn't talk about yet that helped you get to this much happier place? Or like any insights for other highly sensitive women who want to feel more attracted to and more love for and enjoyment of their partner?
1: Well, well, I think it's just, um, you know, you know, some of the things like, um, that you, that you gave me like the tool about, um, you know, the feeling tool, it's like a a scale, um, Mm you know, um, you we don't, we don't have to be happy all the time. Mm -hmm. We, we can, we can be, um, neutral. We can be, um, okay. And, um, you know, when we start dipping into those the negative, the, the feeling, feelings that we don't want to have, you know, we, we have control over. All right. Well, I'd like to just get a little better. I don't need to, I don't need to be a hundred percent happy all the time. You said something like, um, how about if you were 50% happy? <laughs> <What if laughs> half the time you were happy and half the time you were something else, would that be enough? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, actually that, that is enough. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's life. Um, We, we have the ability to just really see the humanness in all of us and that, you know, we're all human.
0: Um,
1: Mm We, we have our ups and downs and our, you know, we have our joys and our sorrows that, you know, we're all um, working on together. And, you know, when it comes to your partner, that's somebody who's, you know, you've chosen each other. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we as HSPs, we have the power to make the best, the m- most of that relationship. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think the, the partner w- will, be grateful for it. Yes. Um, and, yes. you know, we, we can really just choose every day. Um, and, and that's really I guess that the biggest thing is, making the choice every day to just be grateful Mm -hmm. for the life and each other. And Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Whatever is going on um, in that day, um, being grateful for being alive. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yes, totally. And some of what you're talking about, like it reminds me of, well, because I think like in your example, it, when you first came to me, it was like, it was harder to feel enjoyment of John. It was, it was maybe even harder to feel attracted. Like, cause you said you felt like you were losing the person that you love. And, and, but some of that was so much of that was because I mean, sure he was having a hard time and, where your brain was going, right? And you were having a lot of negative thoughts and feelings. And I like to call those barriers sometimes, right? Like I talk Mm -hmm. about it on the podcast as barriers because when we are in that negative emotional spectrum a lot, when we are thinking negatively a lot or in that lizard brain place a lot, it really, it's like it covers over our love and our attraction to and our enjoyment of our person, right? And sometimes it's not about like, yes, I think we can cultivate the, for sure we can cultivate more feelings of inloveness and attraction and all of this. And I know you did talk about feeling attracted to and attract and attractive, you know, by the end you were talking about that. Um, but sometimes it's not just that sometimes it's, it's as simple as getting back to more neutral. Right. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. And then what you were just saying, like feeling grateful and like what that can do is open up that reservoir of enjoyment and love and attraction again.
1: Yes, yes, exactly.
0: So I did have one last question, Mm -hmm. and that is, in your experience, and now this is the reason I wanted to ask you this question, is sometimes I get this question from um, people who are considering coaching with me. Mm -hmm. uh, And they want to know what the difference is between just listening to my podcast and actually coaching with me. And I know that you first Mm -hmm. found the podcast, and then you started coaching with me. So I wonder if you have any thoughts on that.
1: Well, I think the um, coaching is just, it's so unique because you would help guide me through exact specific things that were going on in in my life at the given time, you know, and you helped me learn things about myself that I didn't even realize on my own. You know, you would really delve deep into you know, some of my lifelong patterns that I've had, mm-hmm. and help me break through them, you know, mm. so um, the taskmaster, and the overcare, <laughs> and, you know, things like that, that I, that would come up a lot, and you, you'd go over, oh, re- remember this, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> i i do that i'm still work i'm still doing that control thing wanting to c- control everything mm-hmm. or um so and and i would bring things to you that were either happening at that time or going to be happening, and we'd really um help me plan for um you know specific things that were going to happen yes. so that I could be prepared better prepared and yes. and it might even be something that day like yeah. I think we would talk talk about you know I guess I was feeling feeling like at one point we were in some kind of a a, a rut about like just every day we were eating and sitting on the couch and watching tv and right you were like well how about if tonight you do something different mm-hmm. and I would go okay, I'm going to do it, like, right now. So right <laughs> after the call, I think I went up and I said, hey, why don't we tonight, why don't we, like, may, have a nice meal and sit at the table and put some candles on? Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so so it was just, you know, things like that um, that, you know, you can never get from just the podcast. Totally. You know, very targeted, unique Um Things And then then, of course, just um, all of the tools that you uh, have given me, I can I still refer back to, you know, there's just so much in your materials that um, are, you know, lifelong. I have the the four pillars on my my refrigerator and I look at them like just to remember, oh, yeah, this is this is what we do every day. Yeah. I love that.
0: Yes. And those yeah. tools aren't, aren't available on the podcast. Some of them are yeah. mentioned here and there, but not in right? the that you get them. Yeah. When you work with me. Yeah. Well, so amazing. Luann, you're such a beautiful example mm-hmm. of, you know, putting, putting in the time, putting in the energy and like the amazing results that come of it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, did you have any last words of encouragement or anything that you'd want listeners to hear or to take from your own experience?
1: Well, I would just um thank you from the bottom of my heart, Hannah. You <laughs> I feel like you're a friend to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're mm-hmm. and you're just such a warm and loving person
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm I'm so proud of you that you're able to bring so much to women out there and I'm just really been thankful that you have decided to do what you're doing Mm -hmm. and share that with all of the women out there and and we're all we're all in this together I think if there if more people learned what you've been able to teach people what you've been able to teach me I think it would be a better world Uh, yes yeah Yes. Well,
0: I agree. And I am so grateful and proud of you as well for stepping up Mm -hmm. for yourself and your people and the world in this way, because you're so right. It does make a big difference and has a ripple effect into the people we love's lives and out into the world. So Well, thank you so, so, so much, Luanne. I'm sure that uh, your your being here today is inspiring to many other sensitive women. So, thank you so much for for spending this time with me. Thank you, and to all of you out there listening. By the time you actually hear this episode, Luanne will have gotten married. So let's send her lots of love and congratulations and wishes for a truly fulfilling, loving life together. But she doesn't need our wishes because she knows how to create that and maintain it with her now husband. And if you also want to create that, if you also want a marriage that you truly enjoy, in future that you look forward together with your honey, now is the time to sign up for Treasured. We start in mid to late May. So you can start making these really important and healing, hugely positive changes in your life and your relationship really soon. To learn more and join, head over to the show notes for the direct link or... Once again, go to www.lifeisworthloving.com slash treasured and be oh so well,
1: my friends.